Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Worship Ministry Training Podcast. My name is Alex Infiagin, your host. Thanks so much for tuning in this month. If you are a new listener, welcome. We release one new episode per month, and I do my very best to try to make those episodes as helpful and practical as possible. My goal is to help you as a worship leader excel musically, theologically, and pastorally. And if we can be a small part of raising up an army of world-class worship leaders like you, then uh, I count it a huge privilege to get to invest so much time and energy into this podcast and our website. By the way, our website is worshipministrytraining.com. Go ahead and check it out. There's a lot of free resources there and some helpful articles as well as all of the back catalog of this podcast. So worshipministrytraining.com. So speaking of practical episodes, one of our most popular episodes to date is the Using Vocal Cues to Help Your Church Sing episode. And I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out if you haven't heard that one. But the fact that this episode is by far the most downloaded episode that we've ever released shows me that there is a huge need and a huge hunger for extremely practical coaching on the mechanics of worship leading and musicianship. So today we're going to do a similar type of episode. I have my guitar in my hand, and I'm actually going to play through and show you and talk about utilizing your acoustic guitar to its full potential utilizing your acoustic guitar to its full potential. Since coming to my new church in March of 2017 and working with some of the worship leaders here, whether they're volunteers or if they're you know, paid staff, one thing that I've come to realize is that many worship leaders are very, very basic in their acoustic playing, meaning they stick to one strumming pattern that they're comfortable with and one set of chord voicings. And needless to say, this is a huge underutilization of this incredibly dynamic tool called the acoustic guitar. Because with the right techniques and a little bit of practice, you can actually create a ton of dynamic and really make a song come alive only playing your acoustic guitar. So hopefully by the end of today's episode, you'll have the tools you need and some tips to really utilize this incredible tool to the full potential. Um, But first, I want to tell you about a new recommended product that we have come across and who are now sponsoring our podcast. They are Alclair's in-ear monitors. So if you don't know anything about Alclair, it's a company that makes incredible sounding in-ear monitors for very cheap. Now, we purchased some sets of Alclair monitors for my team here at Calvary Chapel South Bay, and they love the way that these things sound, like they rave about it. And so I don't have my own set of custom in-ears from Alclair, although maybe one day they'll send me a pair, but uh, several of my team members have them and love them. And so I'm excited to uh, offer them as a recommended product. You can purchase a pair of Alclair monitors right on their website if you go to alclair.com, that's A-L-C-L-A-I-R.com. And I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you want 10% off your purchase, you can get that by entering the code WMT podcast, WMT podcast at checkout. That will get you 10% off their already cheap in-ear monitors. I don't think there are companies out there that are making as great of a sounding monitor for such a low price point. So be sure to check out Alclair's in-ear monitors at alclair.com and use the promo code WMT podcast. Okay, let's jump into our episode for today. All right, so I'm here with my acoustic guitar in hand, and 
I realized that it's probably better that I show you a video of what I'm doing so that you can see what my hands are doing. Um, so I'm going to record a video at the same time as I record this audio and I will upload it to YouTube and put a link in the show notes of this podcast. So if you want to see what my hands are doing when you hear the different things that I'm explaining, um, you can click the link and watch the video and hopefully that'll be helpful for you. Okay, so let's jump into the six ways that you can utilize your acoustic guitar to its full potential. What I'm actually going to do is I'm going to start by playing through a song and showing you all the different techniques in action. And I will more than likely stop and explain what I'm doing along the way. And then afterwards, we'll do a brief recap of the different points in a more uh, systematized, structured, explanation type way. So uh, I'm going to play through Paul Balash and Brenton Brown's song Hosanna, Praises Rising. And so I'll just jump right in, I'll play, and I will stop along the way to explain uh, the different techniques that I'm using. So song starts like this. Okay, so before we go on from the intro, so instead of just starting the song full on open strum, that, that doesn't give the song anywhere to go, right? So you wanna create dynamic, you wanna start quiet and kinda of thumpy, and so what am I doing? Well, I'm strumming shallow, I'm only strumming three strings at a time. I'm palm muting, so it's not letting the guitar resonate, and I am doing a little melody line with my fingers, so it's kinda of adding some interesting texture. Instead of just going, I'm going. Okay, so that's the intro. So that kind of gets this sort of pulsy vibe going to it. And so let's jump into the verse. Praises rising, eyes are turning to you. We turn to That's just a little, I paused for a second. You know, kind of like, don't strum, you, you, you leave a beat open and it kind of feels like, okay, there's a little uh, change and then it jumps back into the verse. By the way, there's construction going on at our church, so if you hear some beeping in the background, I'm sorry. So let's jump back into the verse. Hope is couple things that I want to show you right there. So uh, when I get to that, uh, it would be the D chord because I'm using capo. It's, um, I'm kind of opening up the palm muting a little bit. So uh, it's really muted here. Dun, dun, dun. And then I'm muting it again really tight. When we see you, we find strength. So a couple things there. Uh, I did a, I did the um, five chord shape instead of playing it like a D like this. See you, we find strength. Uh, I played it like this, like an open C chord. When we see you, we find strength to face. So it's like open strum, oh open strum, and then back to the tight. Right? It makes it interesting. 
I get to the chorus and now I'm doing the full open strings, open strum. And I'm my strumming on the first chorus, I'm just doing straight down strums. I don't want to make it too complex because then I have nowhere to go later. So um, just down strums and I'm accenting the two and the four, like the snare drum. So right. That's another little thing you can do is you can kind of act like the snare so you know you're, you're doing like a like a fill almost so um so that's the chorus um so So I didn't want to go back to this because that would just be the same thing that I did the first time and that's not interesting to your ear because your ear gets bored easily. So so verse 2 I did sort of a palm mute on the on the first part and then open strings on the bottom. So it's kind of like um Because there's no singing there, I'm going to open it up a little bit uh, for that uh, D chord. You make us new. And I'm using my, my pointer finger and my pinky finger to alternate some of those higher pitch notes on the, low, the, the high strings to kind of just give you some ear candy. And then when we get to the second half of, of uh, verse 2 or verse 3 or whatever it's called, it would be uh, obnoxious to do the exact same thing again, so now I'm just going to change my strum pattern a bit, and I'm going to go... Uh, so I did all straight down strums, and I kind of like built the intensity. So it's, it's just, you're creating movement. You're using your guitar, you're using your your um, picking hand, your strumming hand, and your fingering hand to create movement, to create mood, to create energy. Instead of just playing up, down, down, up, down, down, over and over without any changes. Because um, you want to really, like I said, utilize your guitar to the full potential. So, uh, all things new. And then pre-chorus. When we see find strength face the day. 
I'm doing there is I'm like it's like a whole strum and I'm kind of leaving I'm doing some subdivision there straight down I'm, I'm not doing up down up down ups I'm just doing straight down and then back to that in your presence all our fears are washed away built You don't need to keep strumming, you just leave it open. Just outline the chord changes. Do when we see and now you can build it. When we see we find strength to face the day, even the hardest days. In, I say that every time, by the way. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Washed away. the chorus not down strums only now it's like it still needs another layer so now I'm gonna do up and down strums right somewhat helpful so let me just talk through a couple things I was doing so dynamics the first way to utilize your acoustic guitar is to utilize dynamics that means the loudness and the softness the intensity or the lack of intensity the complexity or the lack of complexity so a couple things that I mentioned don't always strum all the strings if you just strum shallow first I'm just strumming three strings there then when I strum all of the strings, it actually matters. If I'm just strumming all the strings all the time, it doesn't matter. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't add anything because it's it becomes monotonous. So strum shallow. Use you know just a couple strings at a time. Now something I will say, and I know maybe this will offend you because you're like a very talented acoustic guitarist, but I see a lot of worship leaders when they play um, in the G shape or whatever, or even not the G shape they don't mute certain strings. You have to mute certain strings. So for example, when you play the C chord or the C2 in the key or in the G shape family, you have to mute the E string. Otherwise it sounds like that. So I see a lot of guys, or even when they play the D, 
they're strumming all of the strings all of the time. You can't do that. You have to mute certain strings. So when you play the C, don't play the open E. And when you play the D, don't play the open E or the open A. Just play the lower ones. So that's uh, just super important, but that's not what my main point was. My main point was don't strum all the strings to create dynamics. Strum shallow and then strum all the way uh, open for the choruses or something like that. So try strumming shallow for the verses. The second thing I would say about dynamics is try finger picking. So like if you're going to sing the song, you know, Jesus, Jesus, if you which is an old song, but I'm old, so there you go. Um, if you do that, like, don't start with a full strum. Like, don't do that. You know, start with just finger picking, you know. And I'll say something about finger picking. Um, our ears like stability. They don't like too much variety, so pick a common tone. So if you noticed, every time I changed chords, I was always still playing that note, so. That note. Uh, our ears like a common tone. Uh, they, like, they like stability. So uh, when you finger pick, you know, try to pick a common tone and work around that tone with your chord changes. So, but try finger picking with uh, the beginning of songs that are quiet so that you have somewhere to go later. Okay, the second thing uh, about dynamics is try palm muting. So palm muting is what I was doing at the beginning of Hosanna. It's just laying your palm on the bridge of your guitar covering the strings so they don't resonate. That's not palm muted. That's palm muted and you can uh, vary the intensity of the palm muting so like and then open it up here so palm muting is another way to create dynamics so don't just play full strum all the strings the whole time uh, create dynamic so that's one way to utilize your acoustic guitar to the full potential the second way is uh, strumming patterns if you noticed in Hosanna I went from simple to complex. So the first chorus, I went all down strums. And I, I mentioned that I was using the two and the four beat as like the snare hit. And the way that you do that is you play the bottom strings and then you play the top strings on the two and the four. So. So the uh, strumming pattern, simple to complex. So start, maybe start the first chorus just straight strumming, shallow strumming, meaning not all of your strings. And then the second chorus, maybe do the, f the full set of strings, but still straight. And then for the last chorus, do complex and full, so. So that way the song changes as it progresses. It builds in intensity and complexity. So strumming patterns, you know, and I would say too many worship leaders I know, and I'm probably guilty of this, we have our favorite strumming pattern or strumming patterns and we only do those. But really try to learn some different strum patterns and I'll try to find um, some resources to put in the show notes for you guys to um, learn different strumming patterns. The third 
way to utilize your acoustic guitar to its full potential is different chord shapes, chord shapes. And I want to just say this to worship leaders everywhere. It's really important that you are able to play in the actual keys of a song. Because I know a lot of worship leaders, they just put the capo on and they play the G shape for every single song. Like I've even seen some famous songwriters in Nashville. They, when they play a song, they always use the G shape, but um, every key family or every chord family has its own set of feelings and nuances. And I would encourage every worship leader to learn how to play all the different chord families. So learn all the chords in the key of D, uh, learn all the chords in the key of A, learn all the chords in the key of G, and be able to play those different chord families. And I'll show you a couple examples here in a second. But don't be one of those worship leaders who just keeps moving the capo up the neck and strumming in the G family chord shapes because um, you're missing out on something. You're not capitalizing on something that God has put into this instrument to bring out different nuances and feelings for different songs. So let me just show you an example of that. Um, so Come Thou Fount is a, an old song in the key of I played in D. So I'm in the key of D. I'm playing in the D chord shape. So that would be D, G. A, B minor, right? So that's the chord family. See how those chords have a certain feeling to them? So come thou fount of every blessing. How do I play this? Come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy grace. So that's one way you could play it in the D family, or you could put a capo on and you could play it in the key of D using the C shape chords. Come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy grace. See, it's, it feels totally different. It's a totally different feeling, even though it's the same key, but it's using a different chord shape family. Or you could put the capo way up here and play it in the G shape, G family. So the same key, key of D. Come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy grace. So I think my personal favorite is uh, in the C family. So learn the different chord families and learn how to use a capo to capture the feeling that you want for the song. Find which chord family feels best for that song and really be able to utilize different chord shapes. Speaking of chord shapes, there are some really cool chord shapes that um, you can use. Uh, so for example, like when we were playing Hosanna, we were in the key of A, but I'm playing in G now. So um, when I went to the pre-chorus, when we see you, we can da-da-da. So that's just a C chord up in the five position. And it's nice, it's different. I also see a lot of worship leaders, they do this, the, you know, the. And it's like, you know, that's great, but sometimes it's good to play the E minor like this. Like actually, you know what I mean? Or the C, sometimes it's better to play it like this instead of like this. So it just depends on the song and the feeling that it needs to be conveyed. But be able to play those different shapes. But here are a couple other cool shapes that not a lot of people know about. And this is where that YouTube video might come in handy. So if you want to see, you can click the link. So um, you guys probably already know these, but like um, you could play the QD like. 
Or you could play it like this, which is much more interesting. Or like in the key of G, you can do uh, like, let's say our God is greater. So that's E minor instead of, it's like this, C, G, so that's the one chord. Instead of playing G like this, you go, and D. So those are different shapes to play the same chords. Also notice that I was able to play the G up on the neck. So know your way around your fretboard. See that? Same note. So be able to play depending, like for Our God is Greater, I like to do that. Like, um, and if our God's in what can stand again? Right? That's more cool than... So learn different chord shapes and uh, be able to play them around the neck. Um, I will say too about the capos, like if you want to check out our free capo cheat sheet, you can download that at worshipministrytraining.com slash resources. There's a capo cheat sheet there. And there's also the chord families cheat sheet there as well. You just enter your email and you can download all that for free. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is um, to utilize your acoustic to its full potential is walking notes. And you, you saw me uh, do that in Hosanna where I was like... So I'm using my bottom fingers um, to play some walking notes. And you can do that up high or down low. Like, um, But uh, here are a couple examples of how you can use uh, walking notes. So like for Everlasting God, um, in the bridge, or not the bridge, but in the instrumental part. Won't grow weary. Um, and then also in like the stand, like uh, used to be carry the cross from my shame. My sin weighed upon your shoulder. So that's just some nice ear candy. Now, if you have a full band, you might not need to do some of that stuff. But if you're just by yourself, it, it's, it's, it adds a lot. And then um, you can also do some of those walk downs on the lower strings too. So like. Something like that, okay? So use uh, walking notes, and I guess they would be called passing tones. So learn some of those passing tones and be able to add some ear candy to your guitar playing. Uh, the other thought uh, that I wanted to share, the other way to utilize your guitar to its full potential is to do some percussive fills. Like I was telling you in um, 
Hosanna, you know, it was like, you can do stuff like that. Or even while you're actually strumming the song, you are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises. So it's like, it's like a snare hit. Or if you were doing like Our God. Our God is greater, our God is stronger. So you're using it as a snare. So those are just little things you can do. So a couple other tricks before we wrap up. You can also stop uh, playing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a trick. Um, is let your band fill in some of the sound. Or like before a chorus, you can stop. So I'm trying to think of a song uh, as an example. Uh, Teach my song to rise to you When temptation comes my way when I cannot stand or fall on you Jesus, you're my hope and stay Right here, ready? Oh, Lord, I need oh, I... So just a little, a little stop there. It sucks the energy out of the moment so that when you hit on the downbeat, it kicks back in and it feels even stronger than if you had played all the way through that moment. So stopping before a chorus. Um, or like I said, if you're playing with the band, don't always play. A lot of times I'll start playing first verse and then when we get to the second verse, I'll lay out and it, it just feels different. And then I come back in on the chorus so it adds the energy back into the mix. So those are uh, the six ways to utilize your acoustic to the full potential dynamics strumming patterns, chord shapes slash capos, walking notes, percussive fills, and a couple other uh, little tricks. I probably left some stuff out, but I feel like this is a good, at least a good primer, a good place to get started. So if you have any questions or thoughts or comments, you can uh, email me, alex at worshipleadertraining.com. Be sure to check out alclair.com for custom molded in-ear monitors at incredible prices, and they sound fantastic from what I hear. So enter WMT podcast at checkout to save 10%. Other than that, check out worshipministrytraining.com to see all those free resources I talked about in this episode. And uh, I will see you next month for another great episode. Thank you guys for being listeners. Please share this episode with your friends. I would love it if you could share this episode with as many people that you think would be helped by it. All right, God bless you guys. Have a great month. <laughs>